Hey, what's up? Do you like sex, love, and astrology? I do. You're in the right place. Let's dig in. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Hello. And I was going to say welcome to Astromanics, you know, because um, it'll be on our podcast probably for sure. Although this one is less about sexy and this is more about the USA where we live, North America. Dun, 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 dun. I feel like on the intro. Does anybody else? America. Fuck yeah. What was that? Um... America. Fuck yeah. It was that. What was that um, Trey Parker, Matt Stone movie oh, where they? Shit, shit, shit. Uh, I, uh, oh god, I know puppets have about. sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, like yeah. a huge ass puppet sex scene. Yeah, um, yeah. I have a friend show that to us like forever ago. He's a Scorpio, everything. So David. Anyway, but yeah. Oh, I love Trey Parker, Matt Stone. <laughs> um, what is it called? Team America. Team America. This is. <laughs> I think about it. Oh, it's so time. funny. Team America, World Police. Yeah. America. Oh Fuck yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, exactly. So I was thinking about, um, I've been thinking about this actually all year, right? Because I think about this idea of, you know, us feeling divided. My Pluto Libra 7th can't not think about divisions, right? And trying to balance, right? Extreme balance in relationships right dichotomies things like that and I think of things that I would love to heal because I was definitely made to be a fucking healer between divides and I think about oh astrology can totally do that right this is what I use it for all the time right like oh to help with understanding and shit mm -hmm. so I, I think it's also your Pisces Venus getting so activated by that Saturn right like yeah what are we gonna do about the healing what are we gonna do oh, about connecting right? how do we bring down the barriers right yes. but then Saturn's like let's identify them right because he's still kind of like flowing also there's one of my favorite Rumi quotes where it says something like um out beyond the ideas of wrongdoing and right doing there's a field and I'll meet you there right mm -hmm. I'll meet you That's on the field where wrongdoing right thoughts wrong thoughts don't exist let's just meet in the field outside of that and this is what I'm talking about, I think, right? Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. I loved it. So I've been thinking about this for a long time. Like, how do I, how do I, I don't remember, I remember feeling extra divided when Trump was running for office, right? When Trump was going for presidency, um, it was the first time I ever argued with my mother about politics ever or gave a fuck in any way. It's not felt oh my like, God. right? I think Trump brought out huge divisions and that were mm -hmm. felt almost irreconcilable in families right I, I remember reading that. so many things about that I remember reading like you know this divide is real right it's like families are in almost like a war with each like a civil war with each other because of their division on politics right. and how that's affecting our closeness as families right and right. it's crazy but it's it's true I feel that with my dad you have that with your mom right where um we almost can't talk about it because of how heated it'll get and how you know right. frustrating it is to like not make any progress yeah it was like if I was anything other than him then I wasn't American it made me feel ostracized right and I was kind of like I hate that feeling I 
I actually like the States. I've gotten to travel quite a bit to other countries. And I can tell you, I was always stoked to come back home. I felt a little bit embarrassed sometimes about saying I was American when I was abroad, you know, because of all those stereotypes. But at the same time, oh my God, when I ran into somebody who was from the States, and I have to call it the States because I actually made the mistake of calling it America in Central America. I was in Costa Rica and they asked me where I was from. And I said, oh, I'm from America. And they said, we are too. And I, my mind got blown in that fucking moment, right? Of, oh, right. God. You know, I was like, oh, you are from America. And she said, you mean the States? I was like, yeah. And then she asked my teammate where she was from. And she said, Arkansas. And then the family, they all looked at each other like, Arkansas? What is this? And they go, oh, Arkansas. I was like, oh, my God. I love it. Arkansas. Arkansas. Anyway, I love that. That's how you would read it almost, right? So I got to travel quite a bit, which kind of helped me shape my view in some ways of how other people view America or the States, right? Um, And so this made me think of, you know, the divisions that we have and all this stuff and things that bring us together. And um, so in astrology, we have the U.S. Sibley chart. And what that is, is when the Declaration of Independence was signed, that's the day we became a country and that's what we use, right? It's one of many charts because like some people will be like, well, that's when, is it when the colonizers, you know, all this stuff, right? When was that, you know? And I'm like, I don't know, I'm gonna fucking use the US Sibley chart. And if we discover it something else one day, as in astrology, the, sh- the image just gets sharper and sharper and sharper, right? That's right. what happens. You just keep so, adding information. Just- yeah, you just keep so adding the layers. Uh, yeah, because even why did we think it at that time matters, right? Like, it's all agreement. We're all just agreement, you know? Yeah, I'm sure there's um, some philosophical questions you could have about, like, right? you know, the start date. But I do like that this is, like, kind of your official sign and dot, you know, kind of a, a moment. Right. So this is what it is. And this is in Placidus. I do also, of course, have it in whole sign. But I thought we could look in a Placidus first because this one has a clear ACDC, which matters. Um, there's a clear NCIC right. here, right? Um, so I like that a lot. So I was thinking when I saw the US Sibley chart, my thought was I would be friends with this person. Like if this were a person, I would love hanging around them, right? Um, totally. So we have a a Cancer Sun with Jupiter there and Venus. This makes us a super caring nation, right? right. It, it also means we like passionate, to the, the source of water, welcoming people, welcome and the melting pro- pot, but protective of our home though too, right? You don't walk into a oh. Cancer sanctuary without, right? Some kind of understanding your safety, to, right? Right. Uh, it's also security, a shell. yeah. Uh, a respect for mom, a healthy love for mom. Oh, by the way, I'm naked because I was trying to think of what's the most radical. I was trying to think of what do I wear to this thing? What do I wear? And then I thought fucking nothing because we have an Aquarius moon, right? That is the son of the physical me, level. Me in America or me in the States, I guess. is. <laughs> I don't know. The you distinction. In, in, yeah. The we States. both have an Aquarius moon. Yes. This also means that to some degree, and yours is in the fourth house, which means that you you do feel at home in the rebelliousness that America allows for, the uniqueness that America allows for, the protesting 
that America does, right? Because Aquarius is the sign of the rebel. It's the sign of the alien. What are we physically made of? Aliens, immigrants, migrants, right? We're made of aliens. We were aliens coming in and we just kind of took over everything, which is why all of our movies are about that. But, you know, still, right? Like <laughs> this is, and then we're Sagittarius. So our soul is made up of immigrants, other countries, right? It's the sign of cross-cultural travel. It's the sign of the ninth house, high education, high evolution, the philosopher. Yeah the the partier right it's part beast and part human i have a beastie side a valorous side a side that wants to go crazy on your motherfucking ass right and and spar and, right you know it kind of feels representative of probably our like stereotype right it's kind of like that we i think of las vegas like how foreigners think of las vegas is like party and gamble and stuff yes right um freedom freedom but then I also like that, you know, Sag represents philosophy and teaching. And then there is that, you know, desire to learn right. other cultures, right? You're not toned up. And I think that like, in it's not Trump looking America, right? There is an America that looks like curious about other places, right? Curious right. about why we do things this way and other people do things a different way. I think there is a humbleness that exists maybe that we don't see in politics but um where i think that you we have like scientists here that would love to like you know research how cuba does sustainability or something right, right. like um but that there's right. politics in the way of that right, right. and so um i yeah i see the sag i see the sag rising as so for a, an event and a place to have a right. rising feels a little different right it doesn't have a physical body right so that would be kind of the spirit and the soul of the thing mm -hmm. right and i like that in nature sagittarius is optimistic mm -hmm. right um abundant right. and then also um the forever student right right and i think right. All bad stereotypes aside, that would be something I would be proud of if we were more on that than right. maybe that. Yeah, the, it's like we're, like, we're made multicultural, right? We're yeah, made that yeah. way, but we have that cancer son that cares about its sanctuary home, right? There is protective. a yeah, 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 yeah. Protective of my family, those who belong to me, right? Kind of a thing. Like that's yeah. a very cancer son thing. Um, we have, so now I'm going to go to the, the whole sign really quick. So this is the Placidus with the Placidus. The one thing I did notice, we do have an interception between Taurus and Scorpio, which means that we intuitively, um, think Taurus like, and when I think of Taurus, I think of the good old boy doesn't want the change Scorpio. I don't want you to see all my shit, right? Like there's still this interesting hidden part in there too mm, right? like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. investigative we are do find figure out what they're doing before they can do it to you which we did with going to well, outer space the moon aquarius moon we are not the first to be on the moon right i feel like this is interesting too because it's kind of like the main dichotomy that we have with the two parties right would almost be like 
yeah. liberal and conservative. I feel like that mm-hmm. would be Scorpio and Taurus in a way, right? And I don't want people who are Taurus to feel offended, like I'm saying no. that. But no, we no, would no. say Taurus as an archetype is conservative, right? And mm-hmm. that can per- like present itself in a variety of ways. And some of those are shadow. Some of the some of the shadow Taurus stuff is stuck in their ways, mm-hmm. right? And inability to see past what right. the you know it's a it's a a, a shadow Taurus might be anti progress. Right. Because yeah. it's like, I want things to stay the same. Whereas right. Scorpio, I want to go deeper. I want to right. understand more. I want to push boundaries. I right. want to be a little scandalous or mysterious or revealing or risque or, you know what I mean? Like, um, taboo. Mystery. Yeah. Scorpio really likes to push boundaries. Right. Or right. Taurus is like, I see that boundary way over there. I'm not going anywhere near it. I'm fine right <laughs> here. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Right. Yeah, and like, controllable. That's, that's a known that is a question mark and i am not interested you know Um, i'm not interested (laughs) i love it that is and i don't mean that in a bad way if you're a taurus sun or a taurus moon right like this is is reliable as fuck taurus can make it through that fucking winter because it's going to grow its shit to make sure right right so when taurus and scorpio work together Mm-hmm. Taurus is kind of the strength behind the adventure of pushing boundaries and looking right. for new things, right? And mm-hmm. Scorpio is benefiting from the cautiousness, right? It's not going to die because Taurus is kind of like a little bit more like, hey, don't go that way, right? Yeah. Um, so th- the idea of them working together is kind of the optimal balance. But this one is one of the hardest to reconcile, right? Because mm-hmm. they are so different. Yes. Right, we're like we talk about Sag and Gemini being right. besties instantly. Yeah. We're both that curious. is not mm-hmm. right, and that's funny because that's the rising and the DC. Yeah, right? but right, the intercepted houses are the ones that feel the most fought over, almost in mm-hmm. in the states, right? Like Republican Democrat, and that's kind of what right in a really broad sense you could almost kind of see the duality right right? or there's also the taurus what we've always believed in and then the scorpio which is witchy right kind of christian ones right with that constant what is out right Uh uh-huh now look at the whole sign so this is the whole sign eighth house is where our cancer is which is a scorpio house right so we have this kind of scorpio house which gives us which kind of expands upon that interception almost more right right where the also means i want to control more in some ways right which is interesting because that puts capricorn as the resource house right sitting across from the eighth yes and then that also makes the taurus and the scorpio the sixth and the twelfth house right right? day-to-day life Mm -hmm. versus day-to-day life and Taurus versus um spiritual unconscious uh bigger questions in Scorpio right right so that makes so much sense right right America the states very comfortable in their day-to-day life in a Taurian sense right 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 but the answers are actually on the other side of that right the growth is on the other side of that but that growth is in the 12th. So I can't tell what it, it's at public service. So the more we serve each other is where it's at. In, and Taurus likes, yeah. Taurus likes tangible. Right. right? Mm-hmm. So it's foggy, intangible. 
it's like the worst nightmare you know yes I know right I don't want to feel it I want to see it you know (laughs) so um I was looking thinking about this right so a sad rising that's a playful person right like I love wrestling with a sad rising I love joking with a sad rising totally and they need freedom that freedom is implicit here then in the ascendant and the descendant right because Gemini and Sag they are freedom loving right yes yeah there's a love of it's like a, a need right right a certain amount of freedom is a is a requirement for these two right right but we vibe on ideas we vibe on philosophy mm. maybe right like so but then we've got so in that gemini though we've got mars who's a fighter and we've got uranus who is the unexpected fighter this is guerrilla warfare if ever i saw it in a chart right which is what we adopted and part of how we won right was like I'm not going to fucking line up, get my people shot. We're going to do it this other way that we just learned because we learned physically, Sag, right? From another culture, the natives who are here, right? Right. The other thing too is, is that you had to be tough to come to, to hop on a fucking boat, go to fucking nowhere, just so you could have religious freedom, right? That is like the story, right? Right. Religious freedom, Sagittarius likes that a lot right cancer is home right and aquarius is um perspective i want to go to a physical where a place where perspective is adopted seen as good right seen as beneficial and then we're rebellious as fuck right so we get over here and then we're like oh fuck you britain (laughs) just fuck you're not here working this shit we are here working this shit fuck you (laughs) right so right an asterisk on a rebellion here is Lacey's naked yes and i'm smoking weed (laughs) so if you hear the bubbling of the bong that's what that is right but we we wanted to Mm -hmm. embody freedom right Mm -hmm. in this american United yeah. States episode of um, Astromantics, right? Um, and it kind of feels like if this was a person, they would totally like fist bump us for that, right? With the uh, Aquarius yeah. moon, right? They'd be like, and then the sad rising. This is totally somebody we'd hang out with mm-hmm. and um, that would probably smoke with us. Or totally would. And uh, that Aquarius though, you can't tell an Aquarius what to fucking do or what to fucking feel. You cannot. You can only give suggestions so Aquarius will fight each other if they're both fixed in ideals that, right? Yep. Yep. Well, and like if Aquarius, Sagittarius that, is going to preach the ideals, right? Like, you know. right. Aquarius, yeah, because Aquarius, they, if you have two Aquariuses fighting, right, it would often be about like who believes the, their perspective is right, right? Yes. You would yes. live in this idea that your bigger picture is kind of the the thing. And in this uh, case, a, a noble idea, right? right? Because of the sad rising. So, yeah, I mean, what's the one thing that Aquarius will cut someone for is, you know, their ideas being wrong is what I would think. Or like somebody attacking the the bigger perspective that they see, right? Like that right. would be kind of the ultimate fuck you 
Right. My husband just walked by and he, he goes like this. <laughs> he's not super surprised. Like <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't stop and stare like, what the hell is going on? He's, here, used, right? to, he just, he's used to me being like, oh, yeah. you know what I'm going to do? <laughs> he's just like, he takes it in real fast. Yep, this is happening. And oh, okay. So like that. This makes me think of how other people's charts that we know interact with the American chart because squares, right? If somebody's got a square or an anti something, like a Mars, for example. So I've noticed that people who have a Mars in Aquarius either fight for America or against America, sort of the ideals, right? They're constantly trying, they're fighting for perspective. They're showing you all the perspectives and they're like, fuck anyone who doesn't cheer for the underdog, right? Like oh, Aquarius is very, the that's my six-year-old. My six-year-old right. is an Aquarius Mars and she will fight you. Yeah. She will fight you. And you cannot tell her what to do, right? You have to give no. her reasons. You have to give yeah. her perspective, right? You're playing uh, a chess game with her all the time. Yes. Right. Yes. Where it's, it's like a chess game. Yeah. Cause you don't want to force options. You want to present them. And ultimately you want her to be the one to choose that option. Right. Yes. So what you can't say is go do that. Right? right. That won't work. It's more like. There's a lot of talking and explaining, and then it's their idea to go do. That it's thing, like reverse right? psychology. It's like the mastery of reverse psychology, right? I thought I was so good at reverse psychology until I met my kid. You yeah. know, and I'm like, um, but she's a Sag Sun rising, right? So she needs truth. Give so me much truth. The truth, and then that's all you need. And I think that's all an Aquarius needs too, right? If yes. you tell me the truth right? If you tell me your perspective, um, but it, the thing you're not going to do is if you have somebody, a po- politician who's an Aquarius fixed for Republican and an Aquarius fixed for Democrat, whatever, right? Um, the thing they're not going to do is if you make an anti them, right? Fuck you, fuck you. That's just two people going, fuck you, right? But like, yep. if you're like, oh, that's an interesting perspective. Mine is this. Like, there's more of almost like this shit. Well, so then what's the overlap? Right. And that's why you need more than one person talking mm-hmm. to each other because everybody's, you know, when you have other people's charts interacting, you can do this in the same way that I talk with, if I want my mom to hear me, my emotions, I bring in my cancer son, sister. I bring in my cancer son, brother. And they help us to connect, right? Right. You don't do it alone. Anyway, so I think I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I think some of this too is like, all right. So we all have a little bit of this infused in us. It's kind of what we're saying, right? Like, right. This little fuck you element. Right. Um, yes. It feels like think, home. <laughs> I'm looking kind of for ego here, right? And then boom, there's a Chiron in Aries that we're all kind of carrying. Also, and it's funny because it's transiting right now, but. Um, it is, and it's at 19 degrees. It's literally, we're having a Chiron return right now. Oh shit. Right I'm now. Sure two friends who have 20 degree Aries and they are doing that too. So that's really kind of fun to see. Thank you for pointing this out. It's happening. Yeah. So I think like where we get tripped up though. Okay. So Capricorn second house resources, right? So mm-hmm. you have these people, Aquarius, Mars um, type people too, right? I know it's a right. Gemini Mars, but we're thinking air Mars, Right. Where you can't say, go do this necessarily. Right. Like it's a, but then you also have like a group of prideful people who value like certification and recognition. Right. So I think ego gets the best of um, 
the types of people who would be working in decision-making, you know, like roles because they want that recognition. They want this, you know, they want the reputation to look a certain way right so then it becomes more about them personally and less about the country as a whole but this is the kind of thing made for somebody who cares about you know getting certified and getting recognized so it's kind of a trap right and so Mm -hmm. oh also the grind is worthy right the grind oh god yeah well doesn't that feel like shadow Capricorn sometimes? Those, yes, that whole the sh- pull yes. yourself up by your bootstraps. Yes, you yes, know, it's like yes, exactly that. Whereas the lighter side of Capricorn is very altruistic and mm. um uh just wants you to know, see good charitable happen. and generous mm-hmm. and concerned about you know community more than right. even themselves, right? Right. Um, but a shadow cap would be like, I'm gonna step on a lot of people just so that I get the thing pushed through so that I can get recognition for the thing that I did. Totally. Right. The totally. ends justify the means would yeah. be more of a shadow Capricorn. Yeah. Too, right. Right. Um, what's your expertise? Like how long have you been doing this? Capricorn admires longevity. How long have you been in America? We value people who've been around a long time who have right. achieved much made goals. Right. Mm-hmm. And this is, I mean, this is capitalism, which could be our resources are hierarchical, right? Yeah, yeah, it makes total sense. But that's that, that's the, what we value, you know. Yeah, it's harder for people, I think, especially older generations who like try to embody the idea of America in a different way, right? Like right. people who go in through wars where it was like, I want to represent. Where now it feels really different, where it's like. Um, the beauty of America would be more like represented in pride, right? Yeah. And like pride um, parade or something would be, I think, a better representation of America these days. And it would have been like Captain America as like a persona or something, right? Like, this, oh my like, God. It's so funny that you say that because I looked up celebrities who all Americans like and other people, like other people we know of who all Americans would unify in saying they hate which is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. I picked up celebrities and this is interesting. Mm-hmm. So the things that I want to note there. So we have a, a sad rising, right? We have that Gemini here, Uranus, Mars, right? Um, we have a lot of cancer, Mercury, Jupiter, right? Sun, Venus here. We also have a Saturn in the 11th house of, uh, of uh, Libra, right? Which means we want, and our MC is here. We want to give everyone a job everyone can have a job, you know, kind of a thing. That's another thing. Um, So fourth house, people who feel at home in the Placidus, it's a little bit Pisces and Aries, um, but Pisces is very spiritual and Taurus every day. Sixth house wants traditional Pisces, traditional religion, uh, fixed ways of beliefs, right? Like This is what I think makes some people feel, but then we have this moon, this beautiful moon in Aquarius. It's like, well, let's use our logic, right. To figure how we can make this all happen. Right. So I have hope. All right. So I Googled uh, celebrities with Sagittarius rising to get like an even bigger view of the big three that we have. So tell me this isn't an all American lineup. 
Oh my God. Right. Britney Spears, it's said to also as like a Libra rising by some, but whatever, but Oprah Winfrey, right. Sagittarius rising. She's asking questions. She's learning. Right. Um, I don't really know, know everybody, but, um, uh, yeah. I mean, Miley Cyrus. I love all said, of these people, <laughs> you know, yeah. like I, I love uh, Taylor Swift, Miley Cyrus. Johansson. When I think of Miley Cyrus, I think of American too, because she came out as like a country singer and I saw her like grow up basically. And her dad was a very American kind of dude. So that's kind of what I think of too. Yeah. Uh, She's like Dolly Parton's niece or something, right? Like, right. Kim Kardashian, Sagittarius rising, right? Well, like, and that. Tell me that doesn't feel like American in some ways, right? Like that right. whole like um... well, and she's got a lot of Virgo. So we idealize Virgo because Virgo has a Neptune in the 10th of our chart, which goes to so Virgo is the sign of health and growing things, right? Mm-hmm. Uh sort of botany engineers, doctors. We glorify these people, we glorify engineers, we glorify people who um have a penchant for details right in some way and then also we go what is health we don't know we're kind of constantly exploring it but like we have that we have that very aquarius moon who's like fuck you all bodies right like you know so i love that i love that about us me too about us Um, i love that i love that for us right and so neptune wherever neptune is in our chart when other people's placements fall into those um, we tend to idealize them in some way, right? Or we're like, oh, wow, there's an admiration. There's a magnetism that we'll feel. Um, anyway, so, but Sagittarius, right? So these are all singers, right? These are all people who are down for a good time. I think they're also all people who are down for deeper subjects in some way too. Yeah, right? I totally Like Jay-Z think so. and Beyonce, you know, I think of them changing things, mm-hmm. you know. I think um, of Brad Pitt and his wide swath of people oh that my he God. acts as, right? yeah uh there actually awesome. have a lot of love for britney spears especially more recently i think like she got the really raw end of the deal in terms of like celebrity fame and stuff like like she was very young and very much a target right mm-hmm. and i think what's happening now is the product of how much we as a society like came down on one person in the public right. eye right and like right. So I've got a lot of love for her because I think she's actually a well-meaning human being, right? Yes. Who's like doing the best she can, given that she was, you know, completely, uh, like, like attacked. I feel like it was right. Like, it just I, like looking what was back the number one that, song in America forever. Hit me, baby, one more time. Right? Oh we my like god, I still sing. I it. still sing her songs all the time. Right? Like came I, on randomly I, yesterday in a playlist. Yeah. It, there's something about it feels so classic. I used to feel like embarrassed, right? Because there was yeah. like the stigma around liking her. And then yeah. I think like she's recirculated. And I think like there's more information now about like mm-hmm. what she went through with the paparazzi, like right. the, you know, the, the fear that she was probably in was, it, I mean, I just, I feel so bad, right. but, um, and then she was under like conservatorship with her dad and she just right. got free of that. So, like, she can make her choices for herself again. And it seemed crazy because, like you said, her music pops up on a playlist, right? right? She did a Vegas residency. Like, she's clearly able to take care of herself and very talented, right? right? So, you don't need your dad. And he he was just stealing her money and, like, telling her all the shit she couldn't do. She couldn't have her IUD taken out. She couldn't get married. She couldn't live her fucking life, you know? And so... 
I, I, I feel like she got a bad rep, but I love her, you know? Yeah. Right. And here's a, an underdog, right? She had a major underdog moment, right? And now we're and like, then, oh, oh yeah. Get perspective. Well, yeah. People, she got know? villainized and now it's like hindsight's 2020. She was an underdog. She was a victim, you know? Right. And then Scarlett Johansson, Black mm-hmm. Widow. I keep thinking about the, um, okay, so truth. Right? right nobility and law right like all of the the sag things right right sag rising is so interesting because i think about the lawsuit between her and disney oh right where a lot of people thought that she shouldn't have done it because why would you fuck with disney right like that's your right. paycheck but like they had a deal that that was going to be released in theaters and that a certain amount of money that she got from the movie was going to be based on you know what they made in theater so the COVID hit and they put it on Disney plus and she's just like hey you just you basically just robbed me of like millions by doing right. that right? right you're not living up to your contract your end of the contract says that we were going to do it this way and that's what the numbers are based off of right so she you know what I mean there's something so kind of noble in a way about the right. honesty and of like going up against a Goliath like Disney right Right. just one person one actress you know like well that's also so that's an american embodiment i love what you just said right um an american embodiment one a a little nation going up against right or right you know now we're a bigger nation but still right like i love that idea of the little guy against you know this behemoth we're like oh no we're gonna fucking fight you on it (laughs) right right like you fucking lied you know, we gotta, we gotta be right. honest. I love it. So this is people with cancer sons. These are celebrities with cancer sons, Chloe Kardashian, right? Kim's sister. Yep, totally. Um, Selena Gomez, Tom Hanks. So I think about the movies that they've been involved in, right? Where you're like, oh, mm. well, that's interesting. Right. And Tom love Hanks it. is always involved in cheer, tear jerkers. Like always. Yep. My, one of my favorite movies of all time, Splash. He is welcoming her into his home, right? That's what the movie is about. I don't think I've thing. seen Splash. Oh my God. How are you my best friend? <laughs> I don't know, right? Seen Splash when, with me. As soon as you said that, I was like, uh-oh. Um, uh oh. We need to watch. We need I to watch do love Tom Hanks. Immediately. I, I <laughs> watch You've Got Mail more times than I can count. In my oh my life, God. Right? You've like, Got Mail, right? Like, there's, here's a guy who cares. He, so he's a big conglomerate and he's going against this little person, right? You know? Yeah. And then he likes her. Now he's like, well, how? Now I got to bring you in somehow. Or I got to. You know, oh right. shit! I got to know you. You know, yes, they uh, they had like an email relationship or whatever it is, right? And that's um, an emotional connection, yes. rather than you a get physical to connection. Hear the sincerity of the writing, but then in Tom Hanks's voice, right, which is so charming and right. it does sound compassionate, right? It makes sense that he's cancer, cancer son. Ariana yeah. Grande and Lana Del Rey, right? Oh my god, right. mm-hmm. the the depth in that music, you know, and I mean. Some yes. would say Ariana's not deep, but I what I like is that I love her. I think she's deep. I, I bop to her, you know. Right, totally. And I think some of her music is so affirmational, right? Like right. The, the kind of the things that you should say to yourself all the time, like right empowerment. And then um, I thought, you know, she seems to use music to deal with like real emotions. So like when yeah. Mac Miller died, right? And she was. Um, she she did thank you next where she was like right. thanking each 
boyfriend for who she is in this moment right right Mm -hmm. um wish I could say thank you to Malcolm because he was an angel right so she was like right you could tell shot through the heart that he uh died right like they they weren't dating anymore but Mm -hmm. I mean it hit all of us really hard it was it was a really fucking talented human being you know so it's like oh that hurts but um yeah I think that her music has a lot of strength in it right especially for someone so young Right. born in 93 jesus yeah know? i know right she's somebody who's very tough she hasn't even had a seven return yet right yeah. i know she's she did she's in it 2023 right i'd so have to look at 30 yeah, 30 yeah, so she, she would have just went through it so or if she still has a amazing. later degree saturn i'd have to look it up but but yeah, damn right mm-hmm. i just think that's a lot of a lot of like right. strength in a in a human to like Mm-hmm. to put you it would be vulnerable you know what i mean you're you're putting your real feelings out there in music right uh, in re- in real time basically too also uh cancer since i was thinking about this this morning too there's a resourcefulness right there's a oh well if we how can we channel the water right oh the water that's falling down right it comes right after gemini gemini is the sign uh it's an air sign right it's a quick air sign it's up in the air it's up in clouds and then when those things squish out what comes down is rain right like eventually and cancer is that rain right cancer is a part of that process of bringing what was in the clouds onto earth and so using the resources, oh, we can use this water here. We can use this water there. We can use this Well, nesting, right? Like almost like birds that are gathering little resourceful things up to make like a little nest. Or... Right, totally. I think about this in my home, right? Like when I go to the grocery store, I think of how I'm going to use those groceries to the very last grocery, like if I can use it all the way through. So I don't have to throw anything away. That's right, cancer. right. That's my cancer fourth house. You know, I also think, I don't, I don't know if this is... Um, do you think that it's a cancer thing that the like it's a little bit slower moving yes. right like um takes their time and maybe doesn't sometimes notice right that how, how time elapses is not necessarily like they're strong suit, I think it I think right? it depends like, on flowing. what house the cancer is in right well like, and I, yeah because things like Capricorn or other earthiness will definitely ground that and make mm-hmm. it like more or less prominent, oh, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. But I've noticed, okay, so Jeremy's a Cancer son. Right? But he's in a 12th house, which is a Pisces, true. and I can't see. It adds an extra layer of slowness. Well, so, but the reason I'm asking is because yeah. Lana Del Rey, yeah, right, just got blasted for being 30 minutes late to a set and the was it Glastonbury or something like some festival that she was like headlining for? She's 30 minutes late, oh right? God. They escort her off the stage because yeah. she's not like done with her set. Uh, but she gets on there and she's like, my hair took forever. I'm going to rush through the set so they don't like unplug me. Uh-huh. Right. And like, yeah. yeah, there's her security getting walked off at the end of the show. And it's right. Like, Oh, interesting. And I was like, I feel like this, maybe this is a cancer thing where it's like, time doesn't move the same way for them or something, right? They're in their water. That could be true because my my sister's a cancer son and my brother. And if I text them, they do not text back immediately. Right. At all. Like my sister. Time is different. Yeah. 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 I think you could be right. Time is a little bit different for cancer. That's real. 
We should ask more cancers if that's what they feel like. Is there yeah, I the love reality it. or not? Yeah. If you're a cancer son, how do you relate to America? How do you relate to time? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tell us in the comments. Right. Uh, these are Aquarius moon celebrities, right? Oh, this is this is so so i know immediately that all these people love calf massages they all <laughs> want you to massage their calves especially this aerial winter here she just got her knee and calf kind of exposed for us already here in this um, <laughs> she ready she's watch ready. the youtube of this watch the youtube of this right it's here but you know uh christina Hendricks, i don't know I a lot of these people so I know me neither. That's how I felt too. But like Christina Hendricks, I know because Jeff and I were always like, damn, she's so hot. Right. Like she's mad, like mad men. Right. Yeah, yeah. She and be. she's been in other things too, but I, I bet I could talk Jeff into Was it like her cats, good girls you know? or something? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bad moms, good moms, good girl. Yeah. Something like that. Um, Henry Cavill, right. Who actually plays Superman. Right. So physically plays <sighs> an American icon of superheroism, right? Kind of a thing. I don't know a lot of these people either, but whatever. You guys can Google these. Let's see. These. Morgan Freeman. You know. I love Morgan Freeman. Me too. Um, I love Morgan Freeman. Give me his voice. He plays his God. Voice. Right? Yeah. He plays God he in is. that one movie. Right. Oh, so here, Andrew, Gar- Andrew Garfield into astrology, notoriously, um, played Spider-Man right yeah Yeah. also plays a superhero that's iconic in america lore right so i think that i thought that that was totally interesting totally but the problem think about this maybe the reason why we haven't heard these people is because aquarius doesn't give a shit right they are not interested in the fame the same way but uh, we want they would want to try to stay off the radar as much as possible Right. So. exactly and i'm at home doing that i'm at i'm at home being an alien i'm not at home being the opposite leo which is on the stage for everyone all right. the time you know right what I mean? right so it's interesting that these people are even acting it's like i'm but... like i don't hardly know who any of these people are right but yeah mm-hmm. anyway so i googled yeah astro charts so i actually when i put in like sagittarius rising it automatically came up with like celebrities, right? Automatically, it's all here. When I put in Cancer Sun, it came up with the same thing. I put in Aquarius Moon and it goes, oh, we don't fucking know. Look at this one. You have to actually go to a website to find figure that out. So it was kind of interesting to see that. So then I also Googled um, most beloved American celebrities. And by American, I'm being biased US. It's where I live, right? Um, so look, look at these names, right? So Barack Obama, I thought, well, that's debatable. Every American, I was trying to think of more like every American, Chris Evans, my daughter hates that guy. So maybe not all of these, but they're like voted on Britney Spears though, the one you were just talking about. Well, right? certain, certain people feel iconic, right? Like whether we yeah. love or hate them or love to hate them, they're yeah. people that we know well, right? Because so, for whatever reason. Right. So, I mean, I was like up at America's Zendaya. most beloved celebrities. Awesome. I know me too. Betty White. Oh, Betty White. Uh, and yeah. Yes. I have her oh chart God. pulled up. We'll look at hers. Um, it, that was a hard day, right? When she died. And I was like, I God, she lived a fucking great life. And still, I'm so sad that the world doesn't have her. Right? Oh, same. I love him. I loved her, right? <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. 
Jeff Goldblum. The Rock. Yeah. Love Jeff, I love Jeff Goldblum. Uh, Dick Van Dyke in. Oh, yeah. Awesome, right? Like, even in the so most funny. recent Mary Poppins, he was pretty awesome. Amazing. You know? Even kicking now, you know? Right. Uh, mm. Yeah, Dick Van, Mary Poppins, right? Chadwick Boseman. Who is that? That's Black Panther. Oh, yes, of course. And of then course. he died, right? He yes, had cancer and he, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, Keanu Reeves, right? Of course. Of course. Uh, Harry Styles, that yes. is real. Oh, I love that Carrie Fisher is on I here. Know, me too. But I, she's also debatable. Like, my mother would be like, no, I fucking hate her, right? Like, Rude. Steve Irwin, no. an Australian <laughs> right oh like I, I always thought he was i thought he was a little annoying i think he was well-meaning Steve but... Owen. yeah i just yeah, I like... mm. yeah princess, but diana. princess diana Oof. that's so, a legend i pulled up some of their charts right so here we have betty white's chart who we mm, kind of betty white. Before, anyway right so i was the thing that i marveled is is she's got a virgo moon and here in the states we have that virgo 10th house of someone's legacy so seeing someone and then neptune magnetized by them right so i think it's interesting that her moon falls into our 10th house with our idealized neptune there you know like she's a yeah like that she also has uranus in pisces which adds sort of that aquarius to the pisces so like Mm -hmm. And, but then it has an Aquarius Mercury, has right? Aqu- talk speaks to our soul or inner world. To other people. Yeah. Right. She hits on bigger pictures and we listen. Yes. She's got that Jupiter. Leo rising, though. Leo that's rising. That's she can act, you know? Right. Can, what, um, what house are we in? What house is our Leo in? It's what? It's our, it's our third. So it'd be yep. our ninth house right leo is leo our ninth yeah leo's our ninth so her rising falls into our ninth of higher ideals right and it's higher. that um north node there too yes right so our karma is to go towards people who are on stage about higher <laughs> things right it kind of makes sense that people associate america with like hollywood and stuff too right like um Right, Hollywood, yes. Where, like, that's kind of part of the American dream is right. like. I love you that you know. said that. I love yeah, because that, that makes sense, right? That's the ninth and the, the North Node there, the, like, kind of destiny. Right. And she's got Neptune there, too, which makes her extra magnetic in that mm-hmm. house for us. Right. So she's like Probably. unconventional in her thoughts. She is Capricorn, who we value. Yeah. It's our second house, right? So she's well, got values. You would have to bust ass probably to have made it as a woman in right. that industry for so long. Oh, right? yeah. She and didn't like, make it till later. She was like in her 50s, I think, before she broke right? in. And even then, it was like Golden Girls was ahead of its time in oh, a yeah. lot of ways, right? Like it was just all women. Yes. And it wasn't young, like you know, whatever. And it wasn't like a man um, heading the show where it's like a sitcom with like, I love Lucy, but there's a husband or whatever, right? It's four fucking women, right? right? Early on. And then I think weren't they all producing it by the end? So a lot like Lucille Ball, like fucking pioneers. Right. Oh, I should have looked up Lucille Ball. It's really good. So I love her. Her son and her Venus fall into our second house, right? Her Leo falls into our ninth um 
her Uranus falls into our Pisces of love the flaws of unconventional, right? Um, and her Jupiter is in Saturn, which makes things more jubilant and benevolent, right? Kind of a thing. So you and uh, Betty both have, oh, wait, no. No. What was I thinking? Betty Your and Saturn, I are in Mercury in Aquarius. My Saturn's in Virgo. Virgo, but yeah. what do you have? Why do I think in Libra? What do you have in Libra? Libra is my seventh house of other, right? And Pluto. Yeah. I have Pluto. Pluto, Pluto crisis. Yeah. Crisis mm-hmm. in people. That's what I was trying to think. Okay. Right. And her Pluto where is, is in cancer, uh, as all people who went through the Great mm-hmm. Depression will have, right? Interesting. Yeah. A crisis at home, a crisis in America, cancer. We have a cancer sun there, right? Cancer, Mercury in the eighth house of intense shit. We go through the Great Depression, Dust Bowl, in the most intense way you can even do it. It was intense, right? So people born older who have Pluto in experience that crisis in home. Imagine a mother having to send away her children because you can't afford them. How sh- What a crisis that would be, you know? Right. What a that crisis would be, oh, that would be. That what, what a yeah. Uh, that would be. Um, I mean, as much as my well, and this yeah, tell me this doesn't life. cause trauma, right? Generations yes. below, right? right. But it has a ripple effect. Mm-hmm. You know. So she's beloved by both sides, is what I want. So the charts that I picked out is kind of like Republican, Democrat, Christian, non-Christian. Everyone's like a Betty White fan. Right. Also, yeah. she embodies that light side of Capricorn. She volunteered at how many fucking places right like yes, she was yes major for giving away oh, shit, you know it was she was all about like cats too i think right yes, wasn't she like cats, big dogs, on animals. cat adoption like, yeah animal right. like um animal rights animal adoption animal big time big time yeah so betty white i thought was a really good one for most beloved um and then i also chose keanu reeves because like for the <sighs> most part how can you be an asshole about keanu we can smack on his acting all day but that guy helps people on the side of the road like he's oh my god for doing right. the kind of shit everywhere and well we all kind much- of love it you know it's just even if you and love to how hate much it Virgo he has right so oh, wow. when we see him doing those things we're like idealizing we're like Thank you in a way. And he's got Uranus America, right? Uranus are kind of our moon. It represents our moon. He's got Pluto there, right? He's just stacked right there, right? And so like Mercury, excellent communication and the sun and the rising. All of this right? would be in this first house and whole sign, right? Instead yes. of the 12th. Yes. It'd be all in his yeah first house. It's actually all right above the ascendant. So kind of in that 12th, I right. kept them as they were just because I was like, whatever. I don't yeah, totally. I, yeah. No, I, yeah. It's interesting. I, look at all, I mean, and then the Virgo stuff. cancer. Yeah. Right, right, and right. He's that moon, American is that? Mars. <laughs> this guy, America easily loves, right? Oh yeah. Easily loves. Oh, and that it matches I up. see Saturn. He's having, he's coming up on a uh Saturn return already had one it's retrograding back through now right so he'll be having one and then revisiting things so whatever was made solid for him recently is going internal and then we'll come back even better eventually right his Saturn return so he's going to go through some kind of major transformation right now wonderful we seeing the movies up. yeah we oh should God, right but this guy's America loves him oh Jupiter in Taurus yeah. Jupiter's a benefic in Taurus, our sixth mm. house, right? So even yeah. if he doesn't do things traditionally, we are bound to see him in a Jupitorial, which beliefs, Sag rising, right? Pisces fourth, see this person as good, 
jubilant, right? As you know what I mean? I I agree. I know that he is with an older woman, right? And I feel like everybody has something to say about that. But how cool is all this cancer too, right? He's got Venus and Mars both Mm -hmm. there with his moon. Yes. Right. And so it's almost like there's, it's like some androgyny almost, right? With that um, Venus and Mars like being the same in some ways. But then your inner world. Mm-hmm. right and so I think you would care so much more about like the person and the feeling right. than you would about the age or the look or anything right yeah. you would care about like and you might does care this about person the feel like home right right yeah, yeah exactly and that, are they that. my friend right because that's 11th house yes or is yes. that yeah it would be 11th house in yeah. any case yeah right yeah no totally and so, so- if they're your best friend right and like you can and you have good chat with them so all the details this person she must have a lot of interesting details so that's something that jeff my virgo husband loves about me right is i'm exciting in a lot of ways right i'm constantly changing so what is the details the details but i'm also very much the same so it's like predictable but interesting (laughs) kind of somebody who can do details with you right so somebody who can kind of break down like the different aspects of something right right? that I think that's really valuable to a Virgo is to like and that and like the the verbal um like uh processing I think is is another thing so like if you have somebody that supports you and lets you like piece apart your brain and like detail it out yeah right that's like soulmate you know that guy's verbal as fuck you know that guy at home when he's processed that guy constantly talks. It's funny because like in public, he's not seen as a whole much of a talker. Saturn maybe right. crazy, but because um, that it's all in opposition to that Saturn, right? So it, there's a hold or reserve. Oh, still, interesting. Right? Yeah, interesting that he's got that that push and pull. Yeah, that Saturn Virgo, right? Surgical right. versus and Saturn's head in the clouds. Chart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but Virgo verbal processor. Hey, uh, Keanu Reeves's girlfriend serious partner right now does he talk in private a fuck ton right is he medicinal does he like to perform medical experiments on you i bet he smokes weed right because you think that all of that virgo and all of that pisces Pisces. plant medicine Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and virgos are notoriously anxious right Right. so then weed serves that and then If you have this 12th house kind of vibe of like. He does a lot of meditation, right? He's definitely known for being a person who's like going deep. You know what I mean? Yeah. His sag is like. Spiritual. I think he would. Third house, his mindset is spiritual, right? Because one, two, three. No, his mindset is secretive. So his mindset is Scorpio. That's why he's not sharing all of his thoughts. Right. With the world. Right. Because yeah. that part of him is secretive. That's the privacy. Yeah. But fourth house is at home with Sagittarius, which means that he would feel like the States is his home or the rising right. sign is his home in some way. And we would feel like, oh, he's home to us in a way too. I right. Guess. And I think people feel like that because right. Well, people, people do feel like that, right? They love Keanu Reeves. And even the yeah. people that like make fun of him a little bit, they still kind of love him, you know? And, and I think normal. like- He's so normal, yeah. right? There's that nobility of Sagittarius that I just fucking go nuts for, right? It's like even the people that say they don't like them still spend money to watch The Matrix. I guarantee you, you know. So it's like, right. it's like everybody just knows him and is kind of into it. Who's this? 
uh this was another person who i've chose who i can't remember oh, this is bob ross i think this bob yeah bob that's not bob ross but this is bob ross's chart that's another person i went off script a little I bit he was love bob ross but i was like everyone loves bob ross so oh my god he, he's got a scorpio Did sun you- and venus this only confirms what <laughs> no um there was a yeah. meme there's a yeah. man out there that said like what if bob ross was destroying all the places that he buried the bodies oh <laughs> right? my god it's like <laughs> right all the trees were- <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i love that right happy trees happy trees <laughs> right I know, I know it's completely unlikely but it was just really uh, he had a north about. node in virgo and america loves that virgo right that 10th house legacy magnetism um a pluto in the it would be in our ninth house right these aren't his we don't have his houses so his pluto would fall into our ninth house and anytime somebody else's planet wonder, falls into the, right mm-hmm. wonder if he had a crisis around becoming famous in a way right? he definitely like, uh, had to have especially with that scorpio are you shitting me he right. definitely had a crisis i know he had a crisis around it too because he learned from somebody and then that guy was like he made famous my method and it's like, well, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. He's just on TV. That was it. You know. I wonder if it transformed him. You know what I mean? Like, look at this too. He's got a Cancer moon and a uh, Jupiter in Cancer. There's so much Cancer. There's a huge string yes. of Cancer in Virgo here. I, that's what I noticed when I was looking at the beloved people, right? Yeah. So if we want a president, we need someone who obviously has a lot of Virgo. And a lot of cancer. Those are my thoughts. Keanu Reeves for president. <laughs> Please. Or Dolly Parton. She was my next person I think I had. Yeah, Dolly Parton. Oh my God, I, I love her. The whole um, children's library thing that she's done. Like, we signed up for the, it was an imagination, the library or something. Like, yeah. any kid in the United States can like sign up for free books until they're five. Right. And they get so, sent to you monthly brand new beautiful books for free that's oh. what she spends her money on dude you know? she and betty white both have a sun and venus in capricorn of our values we value capricorn sun and venuses too they bring us some kind of abundance in a way or benevolent altruism they bring in the altruism that we love as americans of oh she's i think she using is her money for her goals yeah. for her achievements she- for Right. I heard her on an interview and you know, like some people say this and it's like a humble brag. She mm. was saying it in a very, you could feel like genuine way, right? Like right. she wasn't doing like the fake thing, but like that when she builds things, she goes to places that need more right. economic stimulation. Right. So she doesn't right. pick fancy parts of town. She right. picks places that need an infusion of money and that's where she builds new buildings or office or um oh, her sixth do- house Dollywood, would be aquarius, right her, her sixth house is aquarius right so every day has to be humanitarian and outside the box and different and for the underdog of course and the moon's there we love that we're like thank yep. you mama in a way right yeah yeah. And then she also has a Saturn. So this is a great way to use a Saturn Mars. These are both of the strongest malefics you can get. Right. Right. This, this is problematic. So this is huge boobs. So 
there, there's like two other people who I know who have Saturn and Mars together in the sign of cancer and they have breast issues. Right. You can hear like the moodiness in her music sometimes too. Like she's like, do not fuck with me. You know, right. and I love working that. at work. I have anxiety about work. I'm working so hard and not getting recognized. Right? Oh, seriously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Working nine to five. Right. Like that. So it's interesting to me then that she has both malefics in with our son, right? Like how interesting, I don't know, that was like fascinating to me. Saturn is the ruler of Aquarius in like old and then Mars rules uh, uh, Scorpio, right? In old too. So I guess it's kind of interesting because we have it in the eighth house. So I can see both of right. those being there. Um but I think that's interesting though, right? And she was known as like Americana, right? Like I, my grandpa growing up in, he would work outside in his garage and he worked at a plant, right? Um, and he had a poster of Dolly Parton, a young Dolly Parton laying in hay and he only listened to country music and drank Budweiser. You know what I mean? Like that was him. Yeah. So I grew up with Dolly Parton posters and they were obviously sexy. They weren't topless. Oh, yeah. But she was cowgirl dressed in some hay, laying down with her beautiful hair and boobs. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. In a lot of ways, uh, there's a lot of people that would think of that as all American, you know, like that. Right. Country. So if simple. you just have the right placements, then you can outweigh the otherwise problematic stuff. She's got a Virgo rising and a Virgo moon. She has an idealized body, huge boobs, tiny waist, small. Right. right? And, um, you know, Virgo. So that has that altruism, like Keanu Reeves, right? Like that right. double pack, all that. And we're like, oh my God, I love these people. All right. And I think the next one is Oscar Isaac. I just, I just put him in here just because I beloved him. Um, oh my God. You did this to mess with my brain because he scrambled it in Moon Knight and I don't, I haven't recovered yet. But can you see him as a Pisces now? Like that dude is fighting for the side of good in like every movie he's in, right? It's true. Yeah, he's and the maverick who's like flowing with, you know. Yeah, he's got that fight for you know the right side, Sag, rising right. America thing, right? Right, um, right. And he's got he just has is that Uranus there? So yeah. He's got Uranus and Scorpio. Oh, he's got Neptune and Sag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got Neptune. It's like Sag. you, right? That's right. We have a couple of things in common: Pluto and Libra. Um, the classic, because we are born in the same generation. He's just—he's months older than me. Right? He's March. I'm January, so he's like a right. year. And so you guys have a lot of the same generational. So. Yeah. So I'm just saying, he has a, a Mercury in Aries. It talks to my rising. Am I? Right. We both have Chiron. Yep. We could heal each other's wounds, Mary, is all I'm saying. His Venus in Aquarius would adore me. You know. Oscar Isaac, if you're listening. Please let me you don't have to tell me anything, Oscar Isaac. Just just let me do my thing on you. Just let me do my thing on you. <laughs> you don't have to tell open me anything. In, I, I open see invite. See everything here. Oh, <laughs> uh, Leo Moon. I know. I'll let you perform for me. In private, no. Um, I know, right? Jupiter and Cancer, he would bring a lot of um, buoyancy and wealth to my home. Mary, you and I, we have a Jupiter and Cancer in our composite chart, right? So we together bring lots of happiness to my home. 
Yeah. <laughs> so this is actually why I love Scorpio risings. That means that almost all of them do that in some way, you know? Um, okay. But- so he is a Pisces sun, a Pisces Mars in Pisces MC with right. an Aries Mercury. Mm-hmm. Is he in a relationship? Uh, it means that we speak each other's language and he should just hit me up immediately. Astromanics.pdx if you want to be on our show. Uh, please be on our show so I can ask you really intimate questions. <laughs> Oscar Isaac. All right. I just put that in there because I thought it was fun. So then I Googled celebrities or people that American. He is married. Hate. Oh, that's okay. What is her shit? I'll seduce her first then. That's all he needs. Her name is Elvira. Elvira Ooh, that's a great name. I love and they Elvira. were married in 2017. Oh, I know Elvira is the coolest fucking name. So and it, I'm wondering because you know how Pisces can struggle sometimes and with the relationships. S- yeah, I know. Um, so you're saying there's hope. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Just have an arrangement. Let me talk to yeah. your wife. Let me talk to your wife, Oscar. Elvira. <laughs> Let me talk to her. Elvira uh, is it. Yeah. So then I looked up people who like we hate as Americans, right? Bill Cosby. <laughs> But then, oh my god like who knows right Gwyneth Paltrow is the one why is she so hated I like her I, I know, Justin Potts. Bieber right? okay, right. I listened to his music and and Madonna, he really got me really? with that uh-huh. Justin Bieber did that song about I get my weed from California oh yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I get my something about how peaches from Georgia you know what I mean like it, right. it's a bop like I don't mm-hmm. really listen Kristen God, Stewart, right. everybody hated her. Like yeah. they loved Twilight and then hated her. Matt Lauer because he had that affair. Like my mom, yeah. it broke her heart. Like she was yeah. like devastated. Jennifer Lopez, John Mayer, I get a guy sucks. Just kidding, not as a person. I just don't. But like, why? Sucks. I don't know why I don't like him either. But I know I don't. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Catherine Heigl. I. Yeah. I'm wondering if it was like her role in Grey's Anatomy just like followed her or something. I don't know. So I went ahead and I chose other people. So who is this? I think I have on here people who I know. I Bill Cosby. Because like, oh, no. okay. So Hitler, right? This is a yeah. person that notoriously, actually, I think most Americans would say they dislike. Right. You know? This uni- pretty universally. Yeah. Right. Like I was trying to think of like. Would neo-Nazis like him? And I think that's a really small percentage in a way, but um, I was thinking maybe there's a reason why some people don't hate him then. Um, So in Capricorn, he's got a moon and Jupiter in Cap. Jupiter in Cap is in its fall. That could be also why we hate him. We're like, I'll fuck you, dude. Mm -hmm. You know? (laughs) And moon doesn't have an easy time there either. Right? So- And that's our resources, what we value. So we're like, we hate your beliefs and we hate your inner world and emotions. You don't feel things, dude. Right. All that Taurus. Yeah. Imagine the worst Taurus you've ever met too, that shadow Taurus. He's got a Venus there, which is like totally weird, which values though, that values tradition. But Venus and Mars basically together. Mm -hmm. Mars is in a fall there, doesn't like it, you know? And then Black Moon Lilith on top yes. of um, on top Isolated of Sun Mercury. Yeah. Yes. Right. I mean, there's a lot of Taurus. So much Taurus, right? That's a lot of Taurus. Um, we have Pluto. Okay, so what's extreme? Pluto and Neptune together. What's extreme? Right. Um, right. I, right. There's no boundaries around extreme, and it's it's in the mind. So quickly to do it, 
in a way too, right? Whatever the idea is. And that Saturn and Leo. Right. So where does it fall in the States? I was thinking about like, why do we fucking hate this? So we hate, he has Uranus in Libra. We have Saturn in Libra. So we are about boundaries and helping people to find places. Yeah. Connecting. Right. And Uranus disrupts it. And chaos. Yeah. His body um, is chaos. Yeah. Yes. His very body is chaos, but it, it also, it also is Aquarius. And remember Aquarius will fight Aquarius. We're kind of the only people who my ideals against your ideals. Right. Mm-hmm. So it also, it stabs an otherwise unifying placement. Right. It, mm-hmm. it makes it challenging. I think. Um so kind of these are just things I was thinking about. So like, yeah, so we have Mars in our everyday, right? So that would fall into our, what are you, what else are you thinking? I know it's a lot. This isn't a normal graph that we're used to looking at. So it's like harder. I to- know I'm kind of converting it a little bit in my mind because I don't want him to have a Scorpio first house because that's me. So I'm like, okay. He's Libra a, first a Libra. House, so. Yeah, he's a Libra. Right. But they have it in 12th year, which I, it confuses me. But right. it's right. okay. You can just move it down. Right. right. But um, yeah, so that would put, right. Uh, right. But I mean, then again, the sixth house day-to-day Aries also kind of makes sense in a way right. too. Right. Um, right. That daily war. Right. You know, I feel like mine's internal a lot, but this person, I think, made it external for sure. Um, Um, So this person would feel very confused about what extreme is in eighth house death things, right? mm -hmm. What is death? It's not, it's transcendence. I'm doing this in a transcendent way almost, right? Um. you know what what it's funny okay so you know i'm more of an intuitive astrologer right Right, so like um i don't look at charts of people that i hate often you know and so i keep i keep looking at this like why is this so hard like why do i not like this so much right it's like the feeling that it gives me right is so off-putting right and it's like oh you know why is this so much harder and like that's it's an energy thing yeah loves this you know well so this is a thing though right this is a person of extreme dislike extreme hate how can you understand the perspective of someone you extremely hate and if you look at their perspective well then does that mean you have to not hate them it's and it's my aquarius conundrum all the time almost right my Pisces conundrum too. Venus and Pisces right. conundrum. She sure. said, oh yeah, there's yeah. flaws, but right. So, so break down all the barriers though and understand everybody. So this is the Pluto and Libra for me, right? This is the Pluto and Scorpio. This is extreme looking at, right? This is extreme deep dive into motivation then for a Pluto Scorp. Uh the generation after me, right? My children, all and Billie Eilish, starting with Billie Eilish, actually, who has a Aquarius moon, I believe. Um, Where is Chiron? Oh, here? that's a great question. You know what? They may not have included Chiron. Do you see it? I see I wasn't North Node sure. in Cancer. Right. So South Node in Capricorn with the moon. Mm-hmm. 
oh god maybe his past lives were like maybe he's dreaming in past lives or something right of conquering easy for me to like big big past life dreams or something right dude yeah that guy needed to be more like america to to win (laughs) anyway it's just really interesting you know um so there's one more chart that i chose that's like a modern day version of some bullshit here and this would be vladimir putin's chart here right why are you, do- why are you doing this to me because i love me and i love understanding <laughs> and i love you and our Aquarius together. Scorpio rising god damn it with a venus god damn it you know yeah yeah right so but this but venus- a gemini moon right yeah and a libra sun yep Libra, a Libra sun, Saturn, Neptune, again, where's boundaries here, right? In Hitler's case, we had a Pluto-Neptune conjunction, which is what's extreme. Nothing is too extreme if you're trying to transcend, if you're trying to get, right? In this guy's case, it's um, what are boundaries? My boundaries. My idea of, mm -hmm. you know, that is not, that is not an easy, um, you know, like village of planets to have chilling in your 12th house. And so I have 12th house Libra also, right? And the way I think about it is kind of like, it's my lifelong mission to try to understand balance, understand peopling, understand connection, right? Right. And those are things that aren't necessarily easy for me because they're in the 12th house. Right. right. So it's kind of my life's work to try to understand that. Right. And so I think if that's the case here and like, I don't have anything in my 12 you don't have any planets there, no. no. So I'm trying to picture this with a sun and a Saturn, mm-hmm. right? Saturn and sun already is hard because that's like two things that, it, you know, ultimately would kind of hate being in the 12th house, right? Two things right. that want clarity and vision and, you know, like mm-hmm. that want that clarity that is not possible right. really in the 12th house. And then you have Mercury and Neptune to fog it up just a little more. Right. Like yeah. this is a, this is somebody who would feel really lost, you know? Yes. Super lost, super lost in decision-making. Oh. Um, uh, the Saturn here. And peopling. Saturn, yeah. Uh, Saturn itself wouldn't mind, I think, being in, uh, it likes being hidden. And the 12th house can afford some hiddenness, but it doesn't afford clarity. But then you put Neptune. Neptune also doesn't mind being here. But then you're putting something that wants reality next to something that doesn't. You have a Saturn-Neptune, but yours is not in ideas in the air. Nothing's going to like, you still have a a little bit of grounding. I, that right, mine's in your Capricorn. Mind Mm-hmm. The Capricorn, I think, grounds some of that. You know yes. what I mean? It's still a push and pull because right. I, don't, I don't think Neptune wants to be hanging out with, you know, uh, Saturn in Capricorn, right? No. Like it's a very strong, you know, and so, but like to put those in the 12th house. It would be like funny. my, tra- yeah, it would be like my transcendence and my way of serving the public, right? 12th house can be politicians sometimes will have this right? Planets in the 12th house because it's a public service. I will undo myself for others, right? And this guy is like, I will 
undo myself for what I think justice ideals are. Right. right? Justice is Libra. Um, I will undo myself from a foggy perspective if I think it's Neptune, right? Transcendent. Day-to-day and battle with ego. All the time. The sun is in its fall here. It can't see things clearly. And it's in the 12th house. Mm. Um, also, Libra plus, gay, right? Libra is the least straight of the Zodiac. What's he famous for? Nope. That picture of him on a fucking horse topless. Horseback. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But like... Okay, so if I if I do this from the perspective that I like approach it right, so like okay, peopling and connecting mm-hmm. is my ultimate kind of understanding right. balance, right? Right. Um, and you put all of this in there, right? Right. And so then let's the likelihood for a shadow Libra uh, becomes greater because there's so much going on in right. here. Yes. You know, I think mine's easier to kind of look at because there's not much going on it's more of like a place in my chart that i'm trying to understand this this is forced on you in a a very big way right and so um i'm thinking what are the some of the themes of a shadow Mm -hmm. libra right and they're sitting opposite of aries so ego is also a part right yeah because libra is so charming right? So Venus here in Scorpio is what rules all this as well, right? You don't have anything in there, right? Um, right. But Venus needs control in some way, right? Shed positive Venus, right? Light Venus goes, why do I feel that way? It explores the depths of love. And what does that mean? And, you know, it questions its control and it questions, and it, but it attracts psychic things it attracts taboo it's attracted to the taboo it's attracted to the 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 esoteric sort of deeper things right darker things right venus is like i love that i want to know myself through that right and so he's got this venus who in maybe a shadow side wants to control feels like it's right to control others right oh you're muted sorry (laughs) i am um so right like that and then also um i think that there could also be like a victim mentality sometimes of libra because they're taking care of everybody else right? right right um I think that's part of the ego balance of Aries and Libra also is to understand, right? Are you a victim or are you doing this to yourself? An internal versus external locus of control, right? Right. Who's actually doing this to you, you, Mm -hmm. or is it the world, right? Right. And so that could be kind of dangerous in the 12th house because it would be very hard to have um, awareness of it, Mm -hmm. right? There would be, the perspective would be so much harder to get because so much of your consciousness is in an unconscious place. Right. Right. I would think of sun and Saturn as both highly conscious placements. Right. Mm-hmm. And like they're sitting in the dark, but then they're also, you know, then it's Libra indecisive and potentially right. a victim. I don't think all Libras do that. Right. But I do well, think there's Libra a big and Saturn shadow. can kind of be more decisive. I think there's a little bit more of that there. You know, because there's a solidity to 
where to go next with ideas. So I think it can help a little bit to be more decisive, but then you put Neptune and it's the 12th house. Decisions too challenging. Yeah. Anyway, so like those are what I was like thinking of, Mm -hmm. right? So we've looked at those, look at that. We'll come back around to, this is the chart. Um, that's really our show. We've been talking, I think, for two hours now. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is like a, a an Excel 4th of July. Yeah, you know. Now freedom episode. Like freedom episode, right? Fre- uh, who, who do we like? Who do we not like? Who's our friend? Who's not our friend? Um, but so I, I like this idea. That it made me feel more like I could relate to who I where I live, right? The people around mm-hmm. me, why some people seem natural and normal. Sixth house Taurus, right? That's every day farming. Farming's a big thing, right? Taurus is farming, you know? So yep. I just, yep. uh, we, if so love your farmers, where's your food come from? Virgo, right? Where's your food come from? You know? Yeah. Uh, so I was just kind of thinking of this and it, it may, it kind of repaired some of the damage. I, astrology repairs so much damage for me, but like, I think it helped me to repair some of that divisiveness that I feel I experience, and it made a place for everyone I know to live or to exist, I guess, in some way to be like, Oh, you really lean into that sixth house, dad, Taurus, like (laughs) don't change any day. That's where you live. Right. That's where your Mm -hmm. consciousness is. I think of people who have Mars and Aquarius who are like all, I fight for it and against it. I think of people who I know who have Venus and Aquarius. Those people, um, 100% of them thus far have served in the military in some way, Venus and Aquarius, or have done something for America, right? Because there's a love and attraction, right, for it, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think it's just interesting to see when I see other people's charts and knowing the Sibley chart, like where they stand. Oh, you want the, you fight here. You know, you, this is why there's a disconnect here or, you know, and it kind of makes me have hope too, because we have that Saturn. We have a Saturn in Libra. Ours is in the 11th house of friendship though. And community right. and humans, right. right? you know, humanity. <laughs> yes. And it's a part of our legacy and our job to help people find their balance in life in some ways right right Um, yeah anyway so it just kind of made me feel better you know about it's it's an interesting perspective yeah to to look at Mm -hmm. you know it's an interesting time because I think I'm somebody who doesn't like fourth of July that right loud it's you know um Mm -hmm. It's not, I think it's kind of cool because veterans are sensitive to sound. So then we're popping off things that make them think of explosions and stuff. Right. And, but it's how we celebrate um, creatively. Fifth house Aries, bombs, explosions, fire it up Big, now. Think about the consequences bolt. later. I don't fucking care. Right. I, I hate it, the way it affects dogs. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I hate, I hate the way the pets get so anxious around it. Um, Right, and then I often think about, mm-hmm. yeah, then I think about like, you know, the ugly American stereotypes to the redneck stuff on 4th mm-hmm. of July, right? It seems mm-hmm. inescapable. It seems like a lot of Trumpers like come out, but um, this helps me get perspective, yeah. right? On right. some things that 
I can connect to, right? Like that I could be grateful for instead of it being just this time of year again, right? Like, um, yeah, yeah, this helps me connect to like the real, the real thing, the thing for this 4th of July. How can you celebrate? How can you heal your wounds around the mirror? Right. Um, also, how can you be bold? Maybe show up to a podcast naked. Right. Um, right. How can you be Aries in a way that feels good? Right. Like right. for sword fighting. I think of fighting, we do that. You know, I think of um um using your head, fighting fighting, I guess. <laughs> arguing with someone in the best way I don't right know. well yeah we think about our aries head ram mm-hmm. right instead of instead of bulldozing right right constructively finding oh. like minds to sharpen each other right instead of right. it being um what you're not listening to me boom you know yeah like, yes yeah yes yeah um, so this is fun i'm glad yeah. we did this me too well, alrighty, that's that's it. I'm gonna I'll stop this now and then we can chill. <laughs> yeah, a few more episodes coming up would be like I know that we're still gonna do Emmett Randall and Lala from the Yes, yes, totally. Um, I'd love to do Southern Charm I think now. No. I was gonna say I would really like to do Southern Charm now that you've do watched it. it. I'm in, I've seen that one. I love it. Let's do it. And then we also speaking of you know geographic kind of places we talked about doing a portland episode since mm-hmm. we're in portland right and so we were talking about doing like yeah that, i have so that many thoughts about also. that one too oh my god i have so many thoughts that i so. won't get into right now stop inspiring me to start thinking about that <laughs> these are upcoming ideas right along with more yeah. people doing bdsm church portland yeah but portland's got a church really quick though what would america's kinks be let me let me, okay. let me let me pull up the chart again. Yeah, make right. it an astromanics podcast and oh, oh my god, right? Play a but... game of guess that kink. Guess that kink. <laughs> what would America's kink be? Let me boom. Okay, okay. Now I did that. Okay, now I gotta like talk out loud while I fucking do it. Okay, share my screen one more time. On the way out. Um, so we have an Aquarius moon, and it's the mindset. I would definitely have to be friends, right? I have to be mm-hmm. sort of long-time friends with this person logic out feelings and definitely give them a good shin massage of course a good shin massage while we discuss underdogs and what we feel rebellious <laughs> about a good shin massage humanity. after a good protest you know what i mean feeling valorous right we just went into battle we just wrestled a little bit we just talked about maybe something philosophical right we just went to a festival we we acted on something we cared about we felt strong yes i mean we had a little bit of an adventure while doing it we traveled we traveled and then touched each other's shins we talked in the car on the way (laughs) right on the plane on the way and then cancer aftercare so make sure you have cookies cookies will have to be available for my um usa lover Cookies need to be available. Um, great aftercare needs to be available yep. for my USA lover, right? Yeah. Um, I'm definitely going to touch um, you at the United States on their breast area. They will love that um, slowly, but I'm definitely going to give that kind of a massage um, while they're eating cookies, maybe. 
And then I'm going to maybe talk philosophy, but in like the sort of American ideals philosophy, which is again, actually themes of rebellion themes of, I love our grit, our grit, this we're tough on Team the Aquarius, right? It fits. Yes. <laughs> right. Like that's what we're going to talk about. I'm going to admire, I'm going to admire her grit, right? I'm going to admire um, her care and her nurturing. I'm going to let her, uh, treat me like she's my mom in some way. <laughs> Mother, is that really weird? Um, and I don't think of it necessarily as like a her, right. I'm thinking masculine and feminine, but you know, when I think of cancer, it just kind of gives a feminine connotation to me. You hear that toxic masculinity, you've got a feminine son. So wait, did we guess the kink? What's the kink? Uh, the kink is aftercare. <laughs> okay. The kink is friendship and aftercare and adventure. Toys. Sag loves toys. Loves rough housing, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Rules, uh, rules wet the feet and, um, the, oh gosh, where does it fall? Libras at the hips, Scorpios, the genitals, thighs. So good thigh massage, right? <laughs> Yeah, uh, cancer is the breast, breast massage, right? Um, while eating cookies and while comforting and telling them how nurturing they are and how much you admire, you know, how much they mm-hmm. sacrifice for their family and listen to listen to their ideas on how to make how to be a better person because they would be talking about that in some way. Um, that's what I would do. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the kink. No, I think aftercare is the kink is really the line. Aftercare right? is the kink, and before care, the friendship, right, and the lightheartedness, joking, right, calling out truth in a joking way, right. Fuck you, states. You go into like other places and throw your dick around. Come on, you know, right? Like, what's that about? Like, you know, kind of razzing. I think too, and like a. A fun mm-hmm. one because eighth house is has a Scorpio overlay, which gives it a very di- diabolical dickhead, right? Like kind of likes the real raw, you know, banter of it. So yeah, right. have good banter. Mars and Gemini definitely better be exciting, right? You thinking outside that box, right? You definitely looking, yeah, the mind, right, is big here. Anyway. Those are my thoughts. Yeah. After Karen, what's yours? What's your kink? What, what do you think? Uh, alone time. Because <laughs> of the moon. <laughs> Aquarius. Alone. Can you give me space? Give me freedom. Time to process. I love it. Don't ask, don't ask me to do things that don't feel authentic, right? Don't ask me yes. to perform in a way that, like, sexually oh. that I don't want to, right? Like, oh my God, yes. Oh my God, I, yes. I want to be, I just want to be authentic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, right. Yeah. That's, oh God, I love it. I think that I translate to sex all the time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I like to put on a character and that helps me to access parts of me that are still authentic. Maybe like sex work is the thing because oh. of the Aquarius moon, right? Maybe it's kind of American. And that eighth house cancer, right? Like yeah. that connects and, via taboo. And it's other people's money other people's resources yeah but it wants to be the resource too because cancer likes to be the resource it likes to be at home at home with others resources like we villainize sex work but it what if it's like the most american thing in the world 
you know i have often thought about this um erica who has a whole bunch of good stuff in her chart right we mm-hmm. talk about all the time that we could totally take conservative people and change their mind via love via the vehicle of not manipulation so much as listening and empathizing and not lying to them but pulling out the good parts right oh here right. you are this ap- asshole um but i'm gonna reach into you and we're gonna find the softer parts and we're going to pull out uh your empathy and that is what's going to defeat your fear love defeats fear the opposite of love is fear right so all you gotta do is love so i think venus and pisces we're kind of obsessed with that a little bit like let me pull out your fear here i don't know that every venus and pisces is but i think there's got to be something about that maybe depends upon the house anyway i don't know okay that was it that was the last last that's it i thought oh damn if we're gonna have a sun astromatics we better talk about a kink yeah the united states is kink yeah i think we nailed it yeah right no all right lenux i love you so hard we love our astromantics listeners we love you thank you so much these are like literally like the coolest group of people ever i know know, right people who can just be down with the down yeah it's like a special group i like i like this group same but uh listening all right thanks Thanks for listening. Check out our playlists on our website. We have Zodiac playlists at teamaquarius.com.